It's definitely working. Good morning. No, good afternoon. Nice to see you along. I know Kieran was on there. Stefan was on there. Kirsty had come in. Naomi as well. So it's nice to see you all on this Tuesday afternoon, lunchtime. Um, again, it comes around very quickly, doesn't it? But, um, hmm. Mm. maybe between these and then our Sunday services and all that happens on a Sunday morning you've been enjoying um, these times of fellowship together um, times where you maybe catch up with some other people or times to reflect and to think through some of our psalms maybe the, the words that Tim sings to us uh, and then also uh, our times of prayer together and thanks to Tim for leading us on Sunday evening and that as well and you can go on and you can catch up on all of these whether it's on Facebook or through our podcast. Sometimes it's just nice to walk anyway. This morning when I was out, I listened to uh, Tim's Sunday service and to the sermon this morning. And so it's always great to be able to, to do that and uh, follow along afterwards. So if you don't have the time now to sit for the full 15 or 20 minutes, then you can catch up at any stage afterwards. We'll begin today by reading Psalm 137. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps, for there our captors asked us for songs, our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the songs of the Lord when we are in a foreign land? If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not consider you my highest joy. Remember, Lord, what the Edomites did on the day Jerusalem fell. Tear it down, they cried. Tear it down to its foundations. Daughter Babylon, doomed to destruction. Happy are those who repay you according to what you have done to us. And there we end Psalm 137. And we'll think about the times maybe that we have felt that way and the grace that God pours over us in these times and at those times also. And Tim's going to come and lead us in our song for today. Thanks, Tim. Oh, 
shines like the sun in all of its brilliance, the King of glory, the King above all Tim, as always, for leading us. And again, if you want to hear more of Tim, you can listen along to Sunday night. You just go down to our video section um, of the Facebook page and you'll be able to find that there. And you can listen to him. Uh, I don't think you did that song on Sunday night, did you? No, but many others. Uh, and if you want to put any, any requests for him to sing, either on a Tuesday or Thursday mo- lunchtime or a Sunday evening, then you can just add those in the comments uh, and I'm sure he'll try his best for you. Thanks, Tim. Um, just say hello to a couple of people here on. I know Kieran's on. Kieran's asked us to play, pray for um, later on in our section in regards to the world. But no, Stefan's on. Hello, Stefan and Leonora and Mavis and Mary Campbell. Hi, how are you? Hope you're all well. Um, and then Darren Carson's on today as well, Tim. Wow. Isn't it? That's a, it's a big deal today. So, Darren, nice to see you. So, welcome along. It's been a while. Have you, wa- have you watched the Sunday service yet? No, I don't think so. Um, Chloe's on as well. Yeah, she was um, on to see her wonderful boyfriend watching, and then uh, Ken and Mavis are saying hello, and Jean, Jean and David are watching, and then Dave Gibson. Good to see you on all the way from Canada, uh, and so hope you're all well. It's probably very early with you, so you're probably up early with Nash. So um, hope he's sleeping now. Uh, hope you can have a good and relaxing day. But it's nice to see you on with us, Dave. Um, and if you've anything we would like to pray for you and Steph and Nash then let us know uh, thanks uh, Tim's just giving me some abuse at my DIY haircut um, I'll not turn around because the back's very bad 
Um, but Naomi's going to fix it for me later. Um, and Jane, that might be done at some point just to, to rectify it all. Um, but let us approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. It's not just bad haircuts. There's lots of things happening. There's lots of things that we're having to do in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this lockdown. There are lots of things that are going on that we can pray for. Uh, And so now is the time that we're going to do that. And specifically for the next few moments, we'll think about COVID-19. Again, the, the figures have been out and so they're continuing to rise. Although in the Republic Ireland, there were new, no new deaths related to COVID-19 reported on Monday. Let's see what happens today um, because of the bank holiday. Um, we're also saying that the principal of one of Northern Ireland's largest schools that said a social distancing guidelines should be cut to one metre. And we'll pray for wisdom around that because we know that already at a distance of two metres, people don't adhere to that. Uh, and so we wonder if it was cut to a metre, would that make any um, difference? We also pray for Boris Johnson and his most senior advisor, Dominic Cummings, this morning. I'm sure many of you are well aware of all the news surrounding that. And so we'll pray for them and for wisdom and guidance at this time. Um, we were also talking now when I to a, a consultant last night um, who was making us very aware of the the spike that could be ahead for Northern Ireland. There has not really been a spike here or a surge. We've been kept quite low, thankfully. And so she was making us very aware of how, how long this might go on for and the need for sense and the need for safety in these times, partially to prevent that surge, but also to prevent a second wave or a second surge coming later on in the year, especially over the winter when the NHS is already often at capacity during that time. And so we'll pray for sense and safety, not only for us, ourselves, for our leaders, um, but for all who might be willing to risk uh, some of those measures that are in place at this moment. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can approach your throne with confidence, that we can find mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. And we thank you that that is because of the Lamb who was slain, the King who conquered the grave, the one who is worthy who brings our chaos back into order, who rules the nations, who is the king of glory, who would bear our cross and set us free. And in the midst of all that goes on, in the midst of all that happens in these times and the news and all that's discussed, Lord, these are mere comparisons and fragile reflections of the importance of our spiritual eternal safety and life with you and so we thank you that you are the lamb who came who was slain who conquered the grave that we might truly live not just in a way that keeps us safe from harm in days like these but who keeps us safe eternally joins us and adopts us into your family who makes an orphan a son of and daughter who welcomes us into your arms and so we thank you that in the midst of even these numbers that are continuing to rise in the midst of social distancing in the midst of controversies in the political circles in the midst of our seeking to be wise with the current restrictions being reduced we pray that your hand can be upon us to remind us of our frailty in this life and to remind us that you are the god who cares not only for our physical safety in this world 
but also our spiritual life within it. So, Lord, this morning there might be our own concerns at this time relating to COVID, and so we pray those in a moment of silence. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, he will restore himself and restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. When we think of our church, and you got, we thank you for Kieran, so we obviously enjoyed the Sunday morning service, Tim. Um, we think of Tim's challenge to us on Sunday morning to be followers of Jesus, to be willing to step out to be people who work by the move, by the Spirit, who don't just do things on our own power or our own desires or by our own nature, but who look to the hand of God for our help. And so this time here is to allow us to, to think about that challenge and how it works out in our own lives, and then to pray for those around us within our church. The word for today is available, and Heather, thank you, Heather Woods is going to bring that up to us, and so it's, it'll be available here in the church on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 1 to 2, when you can also drop off your storehouse items, and so please call up and do that, and you can also collect a word for today. Uh, Jessica Brush has been in touch to say that her nanny isn't particularly well, and so we'll pray for her also at this time, and then any that you might uh, want to think of also. Father, we thank you that we can come to you as the God who seeks us to step out in faith, it is your work, but you seek us to be involved in it. Your hand can move, but you seek us to be moved by it. And so we thank you that in this time we can pray for our loved ones, for our families, for our friends, for members of this church here who might struggle. Rejoice with them in the joyfulness. Cry with them in the sorrows. Feel their pain and the burden of this time as they might be in isolation or shielding. And Lord, as Tim challenged us on Sunday to be followers who follow your hand. Not to be followers who seek to do what we want to do, but to be followers led and guided by your spirit and your hand. And we pray that we might do that at all times, that your church isn't on hold, it's not paused, it's not on lockdown, but your church is active and alive in these times. He mentioned Open Doors, and we prayed for that on Sunday, for the work of Open Doors around the world. And you can go to the Open Doors website and see the various countries in which persecution is rife and millions of Christians around the world being persecuted. And also Release International, who asked us to stand with the persecuted church on Sunday at 3 p.m. We pray for Jessica and her family and for her nanny especially at this time and pray that you will bring healing and in a few moments of silence, we'll pray for those people, whether in this church or your own church, that you would be praying for at this time. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. For our community and the wider world, Giron asked us to pray um, for children around the world who experience poverty and den denial of their human rights at this time, and we'll pray for God's protection over them 
also pray for Stefan's aunt. We'll pray for, continue to pray for Gina and Quincy. We'll pray for the Smith family in Valley Castle and then allow you some time to pray for those who might be on your mind. Lord, especially at this time, we pray for the persecuted church around this world, that you might continue to move and continue to act as you have done. I think it was Pakistan or India or Tim mentioned on Sunday where it was a small number of Christians many years ago, but who have grown massively. What? Nepal. Thanks. Nepal, you can look that up. With something like 30 Christians so many years ago, and that has now grown to over 1.4 million people. And so we pray for them and the persecuted church around the world that actually persecution brings great spiritual renewal and restoration. And Lord, we pray that upon our own church, not here, but around the world, in areas where we're not persecuted in the same way, but we experience this lockdown that we might spiritually flourish in this time. And again, you can check out Tim's sermon to see how we can do that in these current times. We pray for Stefan's aunt. We pray for Gina and for Quincy, uh, Leslie and Greg and the kids. We pray for the Smith family in Ballycastle. And pray for those children around the world who will experience poverty and denial of their rights at this time, asking for God's protection upon them. And again, a few moments will allow you to pray for those concerns you might have of our communities and our world. Jeremiah is a well-known verse. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And we join with those Christians also around the world who pray through Second Chronicles 7 verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. That is our prayer for restoration this day, that the King of glory, the King above all kings, may come in power. So we join in the words that he taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We'll be back again Thursday at noon, and so we'll hope to see you then. If you have anything you would like us to pray for in the meantime, please add it into these comments or um, any of the other posts, and we'll be happy to pray for you at this time. Bye slow again, Dave, Canada, and all who have joined us this morning, and pray every blessing upon you this day. And so grace and peace.